What's up, everybody? Rajiv Nathan from Idea Lemon here. This is the Discover Your Inner Awesome podcast, and today our episode is a continuation of what we started with Liz Flores in episode 11, where we talked about what is creativity anyway. So we're going to pick up this conversation right where the last episode left off. So if you missed that episode, go back and listen to it. It is episode 11 with Liz Flores. So let's dive right in now and continue to listen in on the conversation around what is creativity anyway? So I think that, okay, so I actually think that that depends on where you are in your creative journey or whatever you want to call it. So I, for example, yes, when you see stuff on Instagram, it, yeah, sometimes I'm like, holy shit, that painting is so great. And I don't know if I'll ever be able to create anything like that. Like, that is amazing. And then, you, yeah, and then you almost get stuck just like in the scroll you know just like looking at all these artists and then you never actually create anything so it's like what the hell was this time for (laughs) um but I think you know like uh social media like whatever like inspiration it's it helps you because it like it's inspiring you and you're like oh my god look at like these artists that are doing all these amazing things and like gets you excited and I think that's like the very beginning of like when you're like okay I'm gonna like go back to my creativity. I'm going to like create something. I'm going to tap into that, that place. I'm going to operate from that place. And that's when you're like, well, what do I do? Like, who's doing this already? Like what's out there? And that's when you're like, okay, go to social media, go to museums and whatever. And that's when you're like, okay, you need your community. Once you get past a certain point and you realize when you, when you get to that point, when you're so busy going to museums, going to libraries, going to whatever, and you're like, I'm not even creating anymore. And that's when it's time to go into the silo, to go into a place where it's just you. You're not looking at anything. You're you're sharing your work, and then you're putting your phone in airplane mode, and you're not looking at anything yeah. at, like, at all. Because, it, and you do hit that point. And it's, so it's different in... The creative process you need to see what is out there because it opens your eyes to like so many wonderful things that's that are going on like I did not realize that people were sharing and selling art on Instagram like a year and a half ago I had no idea I wasn't even on Instagram so I was really late <laughs> to the party but um, yeah I when I got on Instagram and I saw that I mean oh my god like wheels in your head are turning that you didn't even know were there I don't even know. So I, I feel like you need that. And then you get to a place where you're like, I am creating every day and I feel like my own creativity like coming like, you know, from me and I'm creating inspiration for myself. And then it's like, I need to now turn everything else off. And I don't need any of that other thing. I, I don't need that stuff right now. Um, and so, yeah, so I think it's like, it depends on where you are. Yeah, and you turn off that inspiration masturbation. which explain martin so insert instagramation no inspiration masturbation is when you sit and you're 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 in the glow of your computer screen at around 1 32 a.m and you're Mm -hmm. and you're on facebook and someone posted another ted talk that is just relevant enough to your relevant enough to your life that you think yeah I'll spend 15 minutes on this, which leads to another TED Talk and leads to another TED Talk and leads to another TED Talk and leads to a tired morning where you can't eat breakfast or you overslept and you didn't work out. And then your own life and your own work starts falling by the wayside so that you can continue following other people's 
journeys. And that's called the cycle of inspiration, masturbation. Uh, where you and never, when it's over, you feel a little bit of guilt. You feel, yeah, yeah. You feel, you, you feel, feel a tad yeah. guilty. You're like, oh, that was one great video. My life is different. And then the next day, you're like, I've still never had sex. <laughs> yeah, maybe the last part is inspiration, virginity. Yeah. <laughs> But that even that even goes to not and we, we you know this conversation ended up being really about the traditional creative fields, mm-hmm. but that even goes to say any type of work you want to get accomplish. Definitely. Look at how often you see someone, and, and I know I'm guilty of this in the past as well. You post the photo of oh I'm setting up at this sweet workshop today, or. I'm excited to get, you know, it's like a status. I'm excited to power through all this work today. And then you just, you keep finding the things to distract you from doing what you actually need to Procrastination. do. It's like, you know, you, you go to that Starbucks and you're mm-hmm. like, okay, laptop open. Oh, wait, so-and-so G-chatted me. You know what? I do need a refill on my Oprah chai latte. Uh, okay. <laughs> Ew. Now I'm Oprah chai? I don't get that, but <laughs> I'm just saying. Sorry to throw you off there, but gross. <laughs> so then you go, you know, you go back to your computer and, oh, someone in that G-Chat conversation posted a link to this article you should read. Okay, let me read that. Oh okay, God. now I really like should get life. to my work. Oh, wait, someone emailed me. Let me do... You know, I noticed this today while at Starbucks, and I actually did have a good work session at Starbucks. It's amazing the number of people who... And let's just say 75% of the people there have, the, have laptops out, okay? Or iPads. It's amazing how almost every single person is just on Gmail <laughs> who has their laptop open. Yeah. As I'm like walking like through the, the you know, have to go to the bathroom and come back, I notice every single screen is on Gmail. And maybe they are re- answering relevant emails. But I have to imagine in many cases Let's be real. No doing... one is actually answering relevant emails. They're just <laughs> answering emails and it's bullshit for the most part and or archiving crap. And my favorite thing that I've seen recently was an episode of Broad City where she goes to pull up a porn site in a coffee shop. And I'm sorry to keep bringing us back to, like, masturbation porn, but this is weird. But the, <laughs> but the point being is that they were sitting in the, in the coffee shop, and she's like, don't pull up a porn site. And she goes, everyone in this coffee shop is looking at porn. And then it just, like, backs out and looks at the whole <laughs> coffee shop, and everyone's screen is blurred out. It's the funniest... Like, I was like, oh, my God, that's the funniest scene that I've seen on TV in a while. So, sorry. No, that's that's really funny. <laughs> it's like, but everyone's on Gmail, basically. Yeah, no, it's, and it's the, it's the idea of... It's the perception that you're doing something when you're not actually... Mm-hmm. And, and this, I'm saying this does not only apply to purely traditional creative fields which is where you say you get to a point where you've gone to the museum enough times you've looked at Instagram enough times at some point you just need to put your head down and do the work and do it same thing with whether it's writing a blog post whether it's doing this spreadsheet whatever it might be your analytical reports yeah you know whatever let's bring in presentations, (laughs) any of that stuff any of that stuff at some point you have to realize the difference between actually doing work and saying that you're doing work or mm-hmm. saying that you're getting things done like I had lunch with uh, with our friend Levi today and he was asking me he goes where do you find time to respond to all the emails like the idea letter email. I have those questions too <laughs> I you respond to social media and email 
stuff way faster than I can fathom. <laughs> but go ahead. And I, well, I told him, I said, well, first off, not every email I send out gets 50 responses, right? Right. That's, those are the outliers. Usually between 2 and 15 people respond. 2 and 10, probably, is the normal. And I said, so first off, it's not as crazy as it sounds. Yeah. Or as it looks. But second... Raj gets thousands of emails, <laughs> We are, uh, we're grateful for your presence. <laughs> <laughs> so... He rises like a blue jay from yes. his jersey. <laughs> <laughs> like a phoenix rising from Arizona. <laughs> uh, so what I told him was, well, on the one hand, it's not, it's usually never as many as it seems. Mm-hmm. But even in the case when it has been a lot of people, like, you know, 50 was, I think the exact number was 47. That was, and that was the, the, the what happened in the interview post. That was an all-time high. Prior to that, there was probably one last year that had roughly 30, and there's been a couple others from last year that were like in the 15 to 30 range. But besides that, it's usually 2 to 10. But even when it is a lot of people, I am not sitting on Gmail waiting for people to reply to me. Mm -hmm. I go and do whatever else I need to be doing, and Gmail's closed out. And then, whatever it is, Wednesday night, I, I, I dedicate an hour to say, okay, I'm going to look at these responses. Even if I am on Gmail doing other things and I see someone reply to my idea lemon email, I don't touch it or look at it until I know I have time to dedicate to it. So I just, I block out the time for it and I, I block out the time for knowing that I'm not physically or mentally concentrating on this right now. Because that's, all, that, I mean, I, you I, can I, always do the, oh, let me just look at this one. Right. But then, oh, wait. So I would also say that as long as I've known you, you've had a different relationship with email than most people I know. Yeah, we're like friends with benefits. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. Maybe it's because you were in sales versus, like, you were the one reaching out versus um, account management, which is very, like, you have entire conversations all day long with people in a different state. Yeah. And and maybe you do. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not in your email, right? So, like, but I, from the way that you've talked about it, it's been more so, like, one one done yeah and even you know that- versus mine go for weeks on the yeah. same email thread yeah mm-hmm. and there's just I think that I think with all of the resources out there of how to like get your inbox to zero and all these different things like I've done a good job of following that advice and getting my email from hundreds of unreads to seven like to where it is now like that's I feel like that's a really big achievement but at the same time like when I get up to 30, 40 in a day, they're not, it's not like it's one email I'm responding to. It's 30 threads of emails mm-hmm. right. that I'm responding to. And and that's been a part of my work history before. Like I remember one specific project or sale I was trying to close. There was an internal dialogue over like the scope of the project. And in one day, there were 130 emails that were sent back and forth about it. Which is out of control. Oh my god! One day, and and there was a week-long conversation via email about this. So it was, and that was just one day. And that's not that strange, right? In my world, and so that's where I start thinking. um, I start reading things that I'm like, wow, that's a really creative way to get out of emailing. Like, right? Like the five sentences or less, or lots of different strategies, or where people are like, don't call my desk phone, call my cell phone, or like they have all these different strategies, like. (laughs) four-hour work week has some great strategies but a lot of those things it it really 
it, it depends on how much control you have over your workplace and your work environment. And like I've told my client a hundred times, call my cell phone. I always have my cell phone. I'm always reachable on my cell phone. I switched desks and it took three weeks for my phone to transfer. The girl that took my old desk was like, hello, this is Martin's phone. How are you? Yes, let me transfer. Like, I don't have a receptionist. That's not real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, but the fact that, like, that, like, when you set something in stone but people don't follow it, then you just have to keep going the way you go. Well, and, and how creative can you be? That is, one, your own ingenuity, yeah. and two, do people actually listen when you say, here's my new approach to life or my new approach to work or my new approach to things. Because I think trying to take the artistic example and apply it to you know more traditional jobs, everyone understands an artist is an artist and they're gonna do what they want. But in other work environments, that sort of separation do doesn't exist. And so you've gotta start thinking Wow, if I work in a different environment that isn't just I'm an artist, don't fuck with me. Which, <laughs> which I know one day you're gonna say to me, hey, I'm an artist, don't fuck with me. You know I got it. A little over a year ago, I was in bondage. Now I'm back out here reaping the blessings and getting the benefits that go along with everything that's out here for kings like us. The reason why we like this, this jewelry and this diamonds and stuff, and they don't understand it because we're really from Africa and that's where all this stuff come from. And we originate from kings, you know what I'm saying? So don't look down on the youngsters because they want to have shiny things in our jeans. You know what I'm saying? We just don't all know our history. So, so. Fuck with me, you know I got it. Fuck with me, you know I got it. Sexy bitch, I hope she got it. Come fuck with me, you know I got it. Fuck with me, you know I got it. Fuck with me, you know I got it. Sex bitch, I hope she got it. Come fuck with me, you know I got it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Then you have to start thinking. Well, all day long, people are gonna be trying to get my attention. How can I be creative with this information? Yeah. And I think that that's where there's different outlets yeah I think well and that's a huge part of that which many artists are able to have because of they have the luxury of having this because of the field they're in is control which you yeah. don't you're not granted that automatically in most other professions and most artists don't even have that let's be real it's a fallacy it's most of them have deadlines have newspapers mm -hmm. that's true have comic strips have whatever it is we have emails too yeah emails and emails. and <laughs> movies to create like you know every artist has a deadline I guess there's perceived control then. perceived right. control there's, like yeah it's like oh you gotta do whatever you want it's like yeah. what like right. I actually have to create and like yeah. make things or else I'm not gonna get any money yeah. so yeah, exactly. yeah I watched a video with the uh, this guy went to Cadillac and was like a creative director for a day and he went up and he's like so I'm gonna just this is a beautiful drawing that you've made here he was like not he didn't work for Cadillac right it's like, this is a beautiful drawing. Uh, here's my sketch. And it was like three lines. And the guy was like, okay. And he's like, so I'm just going to have you, you know, design that for me. And the guy's like, that's what I'm told to do every day. <laughs> and I was like, he's like, he's like, people come in, tell me to draw things. I draw them. And like, yeah. I was like, so funny. 
you know, that guy creates cars. Right. But he also has someone to answer to every right. minute of every day. Right. Yeah. Well, I think little by little, you can get the control back or have it for the first time by going little by little. Like, you commented to me the other day, Martin, you were, you go, I haven't seen you on Gchat that much recently. And I was like, yeah, that's because I'm actually getting work done. Isn't it crazy? <laughs> and I was like, I'm also getting a lot done recently. <laughs> because, you know, as I started working with, uh, with other Liz, doing the freelance work for her with Pursuit. The other, other Liz? Yeah. <laughs> There's another Liz? What? <laughs> <laughs> she, she's built her company around really not using email. And we use this task management tool called Asana, which is great. Mm, and, yeah. you know, I work on stuff for Pursuit. And I don't have any email client open for hours, and it's fucking awesome. Right. And when I have a question, I just call her. Or I'll get on Gchanted for a second and say, you got two minutes? She'll say, yeah. And then I'll, we'll, we'll Skype call each other or whatever it might be. And that's kind of trained yeah, me, versus, again, little by versus, little. good morning, and let's G-chat on and off. Maybe we catch each other, maybe we yeah. don't. Sometimes I'll say something, and then I won't ever get a response. Right. And I'm like, I thought we were both on G-chat. <laughs> oh, wait, we weren't. Shit. <laughs> and that's what's, what's, what's trained me little by little. And where I, I feel like right now, I have more control over like, my schedule and just what's happening in my life than I ever have before. And I, but at the same time, I feel like I'm working harder and more than oh, I ever yeah. have been before. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. So, I think that some people don't want control. I think it just depends on like, what do you want? Like, how much control do you want? Like, some people are like, please tell me what to do. Like, give me parameters. Tell me to leave at five. And like, that's what that's what they want. So, I just think it depends on on who you are and how. And I think that then feeds into how creative are you going to be in the workplace like mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so yeah. so my last question building off of that is in order to be creative you can't have no boundaries i mean you can all right so uh, let me let me rephrase the question what boundaries and we've already talked about a few but what boundaries do we set for ourselves to force action in our creativity. So we talked about if there's never a deadline, you can keep creating art forever, right? Yeah. yeah. If you're never going to sell it, you can have that. You can, you can, uh, oh shoot, who's the poet that um, my high school teacher was obsessed with? Who's a recluse? Edgar Allan Poe? No, she, uh, a woman. Uh, Anyways. Anyway. Is that Jane Austen? Jane. Yeah, Isn't right. she a novelist? No, Jane Austen no. wrote Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. I'm she thinking. was a novelist? <laughs> oh, I thought she was like a poet. I thought she wrote poetry. Anyway, I'm going to think of it and we're going to cut this whole Shelley piece. Silverstein. Yeah. <laughs> Shelley. <laughs> I once met a man from Nantucket. Anyway, um, so let's see if I can get back into the point here. <laughs> point being is um, you, you could create forever and never put anything out in the world. So what constraints do you build in your own life to be more creative and not just be more creative, but to actually put shit out there? A system for accountability. Setting a minimum of what you would qualify as progress. 
is meant to be the biggest thing in the world, but like, as you know, exercise for me this year, I set a goal to exercise every day of the year. My goal was to exercise every, or is to exercise every day this year, and we're at, what, May 7th, and I have exercised every day this year, but I'm able to say that because I set minimums of achievement to, set, to constitute, in my mind, this is exercise. So for instance, my minimums are either 50 push-ups or 200 sit-ups or a 10-minute run. Mm -hmm. So if I, at the very least, I do that, I can say in my mind, I have exercised today. And that allows me to, you know, if it's a really crazy busy day, I can still get something in. If I still I'm question the, the validity of your push-ups. You can go down <laughs> further. <laughs> potato, potato. <laughs> um, I you know, no if trainer. I'm like in the airport terminal, I could do sit-ups or push-ups in the airport terminal. It might look weird, but I could do that. Yeah. So that's kind of, and that's the accountability to it, I think. You, you set some sort of barometer for this is what means I've made progress. Well, I think what you're referring to is setting a minimum standard. Not necessarily sure. accountability. Accountability would be like you well, no, checking sorry. in. Well, no, sorry. The accountability right. part of that would be, and not, and this is separate from exercise now, but like, you know, our mastermind group we yeah, have with the, Ben, the, where the, we, one the one thing, thing every yeah. night. It's what's that's one thing I did today yeah. to move my business forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's the accountability. The other thing is setting standards, minimum yeah. standards. I don't know, Liz, what, what your take on that is, is? So, okay. So, yes, the accountability thing, totally agree with you. Um, I will say that sometimes it doesn't work for me. <laughs> and if my friend Blake ever listens to this, he's going to laugh at me. So I have been saying that I'm going to do a website like with my art on it for like months, for like ever. And I, I mean, I've like told a bunch of people and promised people. And I like, we even went so far as like my friend, my friend Blake said, you know what? Okay. Get it done by Friday anything with just three things on it it doesn't have to be like a whole bunch of paintings three paintings um and he's like and if you don't i get a piece of art for free you do you agree and i was like yes that's gonna hold me accountable because you know i don't want to give something away for free and friday came and went <laughs> and he was like where's the website and i'm like i didn't do it I like did not just added something to your collection yep and he was like all right well um he, yeah he texted me the the you know stuff that he wanted he's like this Which is what i want he, he got one of my train conductors and i was like damn it i really like that <laughs> that's one that's part of a damn series man. <laughs> um by the way i could get you a website up in about 15 minutes yeah so. well, okay no <laughs> i i that this is what's frustrating is that i have it and it's that whole perfectionist thing where i'm like it's not ready uh, yet yeah, it's okay. done right, it's good to right, go right. i mean it's like you could just go buy off of it and i'm like no, wait, let me just tweak this. Let me go back into Photoshop and tweak that. But anyway, so... That's why you got to be okay just letting the website crash every once in a while and then texting <laughs> Raj being like, the website's down. <laughs> like, All right. All right, whatever. I'll use it. I wasn't looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think that accountability helps a lot. It helps. I think most people would say that that's going to get them to move forward at least a little bit. Um, and like the whole purpose of like that 100 day project that I did was to do something small, any action, small action every day. Is it day. done? Not yet. Well, I did one and then I started another one. Uh, yeah, you did one last year. Yeah. yeah. And so we're doing it again, like over Instagram and everything. But, um, so. How far behind are you? <sighs> let's not talk about <laughs> it. 
started really late too, which didn't help anything. I literally am like. But you're doing it. That's the thing. I know. Like, I've seen so many train conductors in the past <laughs> month that I don't even know what to say. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like one thing. It's like I don't even like even if I don't finish a train conductor, if I draw like a line on a sheet of paper, boom, I did something. You know. Um, but in terms of like other goals, like getting a website up, like it's a little bit scarier. Like what I think what motivates me instead of like, you know, you know, having someone who's waiting for it to be done is just going back to like the intention. Like why am I doing the website? Yeah. What's the point of it? Go back to like your core commitment to yourself and to the world. Like why? And that should push you forward. Outside of perfectionism, mm-hmm. what are you scared of? Rejection. Um embarrassment like just putting something out there and having everyone hate it not like it um and I don't know having people think that like I I that I like I'm not an artist you know does it make it easier the fact that it's already up on social media um it does yeah it no it definitely does but I think even like really not easy enough though no (laughs) because even when I was putting artwork on social media like a year and a half ago I never called myself an artist like it took like like probably like a year into like putting art on Instagram and people would ask me like so you're an artist and I would say no actually no 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 not really I just you know I, I do art but I'm yeah exactly yeah. yeah yeah and I do rap some yeah, yeah, I rap, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah I'm kind Wait, of a rapper wait I'm just a rapper <laughs> No, well now I gotta buy the domain so no one steals it. <laughs> I told them today. I said I want to put it out the, there. I said man. I want to coin the term entrepreneur rapper. That's awesome, dude. <laughs> yeah. Get on that right actually, now. I did actually did today edit my Twitter bio so it says something like self-proclaimed entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And of course, the first thing I did was go to GoDaddy. Yeah. <laughs> Before we wrap up, yes, Liz Flores. Yes. First off, thank you for indulging us for this conversation. <laughs> Thanks Second, for having me. Uh, let our listeners know what you're working on and where they can find you. Sure. Um, so right now I'm doing a 100-day project. Um, you can find the project on Instagram, and if you want to join it, please go ahead and do. It's basically doing um, one action every day for 100 days. Um, so my project is 100 portraits of a train conductor. So it's a train conductor that doesn't know that I'm doing portraits of him (laughs) (laughs) which uh yeah I'm contemplating at the end whether I should like be like hey I want to be a train conductor friend like I mean he's we're friends like you know but anyways we'll see how that goes um so you can find me on Instagram um at Lizito (laughs) L-I-Z-I-T-T-O And, uh, and yeah, that, yeah, that's basically, you know, how I communicate with everyone and I put all of my art and, you know, my whole art process on there. So. Awesome. All right. Now. Liz is also our friend from Under 30 Experiences. Yes. Yes. Matt was on the first podcast. Absolutely. And so just quick shout out for U30X because. Hi, Matt. That's how we know you. Yeah. 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 Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. So now to wrap up. Yes. Let's each give our answer based on what we've talked about. Two, the base question for this episode was, "What is create? What is creativity anyway?" Okay. Who wants to lead? I think I normally lead. Right? Yeah. Sure, go for it. Martin lead. It's usually me, you, guest. Oh. <laughs> All right. I suppose I, I hadn't thought about that being a format, but sure. 
Because I'm always caught off guard. Uh, <laughs> uh, so what is creativity to me? I think, I think creativity is um, a basic instinct to ask questions, but being creative is developing the skills to make that creativity ask the questions that you want to ask the world. To me, creativity is something that someone unexpectedly derives value and meaning from. Okay. Um, and to me, um, I think creativity is just being, like, maybe this will sound a little like woo-woo, but <laughs> being, being yourself, being, like, 100% you, and being vulnerable and operating and creating from that place. Luzito. Luz Flores. <laughs> yes. That's what they call me on Instagram. <laughs> thank you for joining us. Thank you. thank you. for... This was a wonderful meal, beer, <laughs> Partaking podcast. in pizza yeah. and beer. Motorcycles and going by. We're eating Motorcycles yeah. and, and, and wonderful views of the city. This shit, this is so like, iconic. This is our summer yeah. thing because we just do podcasts outside. All right. That wraps up our conversation with Liz Flores. Liz, thank you so much for joining us. Did you enjoy this episode and perhaps the part one with Liz as well? If so, do us a huge favor and leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Doing so allows more listeners to find us, and in turn, we get to help more people discover their inner awesome. Let's run through the show credits real quick. The part one and part two of this episode included songs from Kanye West, Through the Wire, DMX, X Gone Give It To You. My Chemical Romance, Helena, The Buena Vista Social Club, Chan Chan, Jay-Z, Fuck With Me, You Know I Got It, and me, also known as Phonetic, which is my rap name, Life is a House, and you can download my EP at phonetic.bandcamp.com. That's phonetic, F-E-N-E-T-I-K. And lastly, the song you're listening to right now is Chris Leamy's Summertime, available on iTunes from his EP titled The Start. That wraps up this episode of the Idea Lemon Discover Your Inner Awesome podcast. Thank you again to Liz Flores. For Martin McGovern, I am Rajiv Nathan. Until next time, we'll see ya. Have you seen her? Girl, you're the creme de la creme Couldn't be cleaner She like the way I'm doing my thing But she said, ah, 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 ah This ain't no summer fling So she said, nah, 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 nah Spin the globe, pick a place that you wanna go It no matter about the price I don't wanna know Make you feel so good You sing la, 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 la You feel the warmth of the tropical flow Is the future here for us, dear? Well, the future's down the track Don't you lose the chance to ever make your life enhance You do Do you hear me when I call out? Hope this year I fall I feel so high
Sure.